Hey, what's up? This is Taja V. Simpson. You're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. And always remember, the dream is real. You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. Featuring Pod of Thrones and the Shiznit. This is the Red Rock Podcast Network. From Red Rock Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is the Shiznit. Now, put your hands together for the Shiznit. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Shiznit Show. I am your boy. I'm your host, Dino Red, and I have with me, as always, my ride or dies, Miss Dijon Monique. What's up, world? It's your girl. The man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Pip Lily. I am so gay today. <laughs> yeah. Just today? Well, it's, 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 pride, it's pride Day in LA. Oh. It's Happy Pride LA. It's Pride. Yeah, I, I'm not even knowing. I'm all ignorant. Well, the L- streets L- was full early this morning. They out. L.A. LA Pride's earlier than other Prides across the country. Really? Yeah. I think it's because all the L.A. performers perform at other Prides. So we have ours early. Mm. So we can do our thing and then then go do our thing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Most people have them later in the month. But this L.A. Pride today. I got on the bus today. Somebody's like, oh, look at you. It's Harvey Chocolate Milk. (laughs) 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 I said, I guess you must be damn black. (laughs) Since Dan White killed Harvey Milk. Right. Oh, wow. Don't Don't roast me. Don't roast me. Right. Unless you got facts. Don't come for me unless I send for you. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So you got a a parade or anything you're going to today? I don't like parades. You don't like parades? I don't. It's too too much. A dude that doesn't like parades. (laughs) Ain't that about a bitch? You know what? first in history. (laughs) It's so funny. I love being in parades. Uh I hate going to parades. (laughs) I can understand that because that's the performer in you that likes being in the parade. I love. Okay. So you in a parade, you get to see all these. It's like thousands or uh-huh. Of people like right. and you're just waving at them. It's like, yeah. hey, hi, uh-huh. and you just say hello. When you're in the crowd, I'm just, I just feel self-conscious. Nah. Yeah. I don't know what it's about. It. Yeah. I just, but I, I love being in a parade. But I hate, I hate the crowds. The crowds. Parade. I don't like them for a different reason because you know that HSP thing I have with mm, all the simulation, mm-hmm. all the noise and the people and the bumping and the. Yeah, I don't like it for that reason. That's that's probably part of my thing. Although again, when I'm when I'm in it, it doesn't bother that doesn't bother me at all. Right. Like mm-hmm. I like the loud music and I like the. Yeah. yeah, but I guess uh, you're right. I'm in performer mode. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I could see for an actor, somebody likes, you know, that's energy that you feed off of. Yeah. I, well, that's why I met Erica Ash was in the gay, was in the L.A. Pride Parade. Okay. She wow. I, I don't know what her sexuality is, okay. but she does a lot of theater. And I was walking with a theater group mm-hmm. and she was our 
uh, celebrity. Oh, okay. She was our celebrity in the okay. car. Right, right, oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and we were all walking. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was awesome. her and this dude that used to be on Noah's Ark. I like both. Yeah. I like being in parades and I like to be, I like to go to parades. Mm-hmm. I like going to parades because I like to people watch. So, oh, I'm a, you said you like both. I was going to say you like men and women. Uh, like, okay. We, we, already, I, yeah. we already know that. We covered that. No, no I, I'm straight. You're, you're, you're straight by? You know what, Dino? I'm straight, 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 you're, like strictly you're, dickly you're straight. Straight. No, I'm, I'm, I'm straight, like. <laughs> I'm I'm, I'm by like you're by. I'm How just, about that? I'm just messing with yeah. you today. I don't know why. I don't know why. It's okay. It's fine. I'm comfortable with my sexuality, so that's fine by me. Yeah, I don't I care. I know. You putting it out there for people to come eat the box and everything? Yeah. Yeah. I practice. Yeah, practice. <laughs> practice makes practice. perfect. And I still didn't get any offers, so I'm still like, oh. That's kind of not good. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> you know, actually, good. it is good. It is good. I guess is that means it? people don't need practice. So okay. I'm, I'm they, happy about that. That's one way to look at it. Yeah, so that, that makes me feel confident. <laughs> Always look on the bright side. Yeah, so yeah. that makes me feel confident that, I, I that my tips I were enough. I have taken that approach. <laughs> I feel confident that my tips were strong enough to carry everybody through. Just the tips. Just the tips. Just the tips. Just the tips. <laughs> we both were waiting for that one. I cannot. <laughs> oh, my God. I set myself up for that one. You do not want strangers coming over and licking your pussy. <laughs> no. I'm just saying. Yeah. So, yeah, you put, you put the bullet on that one. Hello. If you say so. All right. Okay, all right. You're right there. You're right. There is such a thing as penicillin and amoxicillin now. So, you <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm just boy. saying, you don't want strangers. You're gonna get something down there. In other news, guess what I got to do today, y'all? What? <laughs> I have a photo shoot today. Later. Wow. Hey, yeah. Fancy. So be looking forward to some new pics. Okay. I'm excited right. what about kind of, that. Uh, what kind of photo shoot is this? Well, uh, I'm excited to find out myself. So I well, just, you don't know. You're I'm just not like, sure yet. Are you booked a gig? Okay. Yeah. But, well, yeah. I was called to book the gig, and they asked me for my sizes. So they got wardrobe. They got hair. I just so it's not a personal photo shoot. These didn't have no. like headshots. You, no. You do you doing a gig? Okay. Yes. Yes. Well, yes. Congratulations. Well, thank yeah. you. Thank you. So I'm excited. Oh, cool. check you out. Yeah. She's a model. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amongst other things. Don't, don't don't let the hair get too big. She already got trouble getting through the door. Don't let, you don't know let her what? hair get too all blown up. I know? don't have problems getting through the door. It's only if the room mm-hmm. is dark. No, man. it's just if the head is so big, you can't fit through the doorway because you just ought to just concede it and just, uh, you know. Anyway, you know, <laughs> what you do this week? Oh my God! Well, I don't. Lord, the star first. You know what? Y'all's little niece upstairs almost got it this morning. What? Yeah. No. She drives oh, me crazy. She's got this new bad. Well, actually, it's not new. It's it has newly resurfaced. Uh-huh. I lifted it in the bud. I thought for good a while back, and it's re- since resurfaced. She has a habit of swinging on things with her body weight. You know, and she's small. Mm-hmm. And I guess she figures she's so small she can't do any damage. She's fifty pounds, which, uh, which is small for a nine-year-old. Yeah, but, but it's not small for something that's not designed for fifty pounds to be swinging on it. Yeah, right. or more. You think when you put your when you put force behind it? Right. Exactly. So it's even more than fifty pounds because of that force. Exactly. And not to mention, if it's a habit, she's not always going to be fifty pounds. And when she gets bigger and she does it, it's even more dangerous <laughs> mm-hmm. for her and for the shit in my house. <laughs> right. You know, I caught her the other night swinging on the cabinet door and I told her Ooh. about it, you know, which she had, like I said, it'd been, it'd been some years since she'd done it. So I give her a, a pass on it because 
you know, she was younger and she doesn't remember everything from two, three years ago or whatever, right? Uh-huh. So I reminded her, Don, you don't don't swing on the cabinets, baby. Don't do that. That's not good for you or the cabinet. Right. It's not, you know, you're going to break something and, you know, daddy's going to be really upset. Yeah. Well, this morning, I'm sitting at the computer doing show prep and I hear this, whoa, and I look. <laughs> Why is this girl swinging on the refrigerator door what? with all of her weight from it opening while it travels all the way back to wow. it, the hinge part. And she's just like swinging her whole <laughs> weight, all her little legs up in the air <laughs> like she Tarzan or some shit. Oh my God. Like she's some ape from Roseanne comment. Wow. <laughs> like she, like On she, the refrigerator. Like she's a little Twitter ape or some shit. Wow. <laughs> On the fridge. Yes. Anya. I was like, girl, if you don't get your ass off. Oh, my God. You better get a jungle gym back in the backyard. I told her, I was like, Danya, this is very serious. You're not about to break my refrigerator. You know how much refrigerators cost? (laughs) I'm like, you don't remember two years ago or a year and a half ago? No, it was like, yeah, two two years ago, whatever. We didn't have a refrigerator for a a month. And all that drama we went through and what it was like not having. Oh, my God. I'm like, little girl. Oh that my is God. your last and final warning. Right? You get no more after this because the next time I catch you swinging on anything, anything. in this house, I'm going to wear it out. Ooh. I'm going to wear you out. That refrigerator door ain't no joke. No. Or the cabinet. No. The no. cabinet could have no. gave out them screws. <laughs> Or honestly, Man. truly, I mean, you just never know swinging something like that. I mean, what if it tipped over or anything? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's not cool. The whole yeah, refrigerator. <laughs> she don't. Oh, she wasn't even ready. She was not even ready for that. <laughs> oh my gosh, she don't. She. Uh, I don't know. She was her. not. Between that and Slender Man, you guys know who Slender Man is? No, who's Slender Man? Slender Man. <laughs> Slender Man is somebody who is is a. Uh, about to get um i'm about to send slender man my electricity bill oh damn <laughs> because he got danya so afraid that she wants every time i wake up in the middle of the night or get up in the morning her light is on or her tv or something or everything is on because oh, everything yeah slender man slender man is um is it internet a thing? new urban legend yeah a new urban I legend exactly man. exactly pip but i think that the 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 thing about slender man is that his origins are on the internet. Uh-huh. So he's basically a modern-day boogeyman. Okay. Right? And he's like this thing that kids are afraid of and they think he's real. Just like, like a, a, what do you call him? A, like Bloody Mary or uh-huh. the Candyman or any, any of those things. Mm-hmm. And his, his main uh, prey is children. I don't know really a lot about Slender Man. I just know he's fictitious. <laughs> and he got all the kids at my daughter's school scared. And he got your scared. bills high. <laughs> yeah, got my daughter scared to death. And I'm wondering, like, why are you so afraid? Because we haven't been watching any scary movies. Right. What, what, you, what got you shook uh-huh. that you got to turn on the light in the middle of the night? You know. Well, it was, it was there were some Slender Man, Slender Man, like, suicides, wasn't it? Like, not that long ago. I didn't know what? about that. Wait, what? Like, in the last, like, couple years, I feel like. What is, who's Slender Man? He just told you. Yeah. Well, but he doesn't, he didn't give me. <laughs> Any good information? Yeah. Well, there's a movie coming out, so you can watch the movie. Oh. They built them. They made a movie about this this new Slender Man. You know, this new Boogeyman, oh. and it's going to be coming out soon. So you can go see the movie and find out all about him, or you can Google his ass, bitch. Right. For real. <laughs> I, I doubt. That's probably how he gets you. So I'm probably not going to do all that. All I know is that motherfucker better come with some DWP credits or something. Cause <laughs> 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 so the man better leave a money order. You know who I was scared? You know who I was scared of when I was a kid? I was younger than, than Danya, but I, I was scared of uh, Jeffrey Holder. 
Remember Jeffrey Holder? Uh, that name sounds familiar. He was a Seven Up man, Crispin and Glee, no, no caffeine. Ha 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 Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you remember, were scared of him? Well, he, remember he was in Live and Let Die. You ever see Live and Let Die, the James Bond movie? Oh, uh-huh. okay. He's in that one with Yo Fat Koto, and it's a okay, bunch about Yafi voodoo, Koto, y- right. and it's about voodoo and stuff like that. And mm. it, oh, okay. If you uh, check that movie out again, and you'll understand why I was terrified of that. Oh movie. my god! Yeah, I, I used to have fear. I had fears of snakes because the snakes in that movie, and his character falls in a like a coffin full of snakes or something right. like that. And so I had fear that snakes were coming. Snakes were in my room, and he was going, "Oh, hell no!" On the Seven Up commercial, or like no, I was no, I was older then. Well, Boomerang, you was grown. Actually, by the time Boomerang came around, I knew I, I met him. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, he well, came to my he college. Was gay? No. Okay. He he was he was, uh, his brother was though his bro- his brother uh, he was he's he was fascinating he was a Renaissance man you know okay. he was Trinidadian mm-hmm. and he was a choreographer he was a director he was an actor he was an artist he discovered Stephanie Mills oh wow, oh, wow. he directed really? and did the costumes for oh. the original Wiz on Broadway oh wow yeah I love that he also worked with uh, uh, Eartha Kitt and Timbuktu which is a, a, a black version mm-hmm. of Camelot not Camelot. Uh, Oh, one of those myth- mystical city music. I just thought of a new drinking mm-hmm. game. Every time Pip knows somebody, <laughs> we well, would stay fucked up. We would stay fucked I'd up. Be on drunk. This We'd be drunk I'm before we got here. No, I'm, I'm saying we would. I mean, we would stay drunk. Yes. Every time if we had to drink. Every time Pip knew somebody, we'd I'm, be like, just. I met a lot of people. We'll be drunk we, before we, the show we'll started. Full fledged alcoholics. <laughs> we'll be drunk. <laughs> we'll be drunk before we went on. Jeffrey Holder and I. Jeffrey Holder came to my college, and because I. I, I got to I got to go out to lunch with him, and we he wanted to go to see a movie, and we went to go see Angel Heart together. Wow! Mm. And I remember being I was like, oh my god, Lisa Bonet showed her titties, and he's like, that's not a problem. She's an actress. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a and I said, really? I was like, you like you know you don't work. Oh it's like no god. no 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 no. That's her job. That's her job. <laughs> that's not a problem. But my big problem with that movie was it's not voodoo. That's not voodoo. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Wow. Okay, so he know what real voodoo is, huh? Well, he's from Trinidad. So yeah. I guess, yeah. I guess so, right? <laughs> Pip got stories. I oh love to hear about all the people that well, Pip knows about. you be 50, you may have stories, too. Well, <laughs> I got all stories, right. too. I don't have stories like Pip and Dejan, but I got stories. I got stories from yesterday. I was hanging out with Wheezy from the Shiznit show. Oh, what? Yeah, we we went out to breakfast and hung out. We hadn't kicked it in a minute. So, um... <laughs> We, after breakfast, we were passing by the Sprint store. I was like, hey, let's roll in here for a minute. Let me see. My phone is, like, janky as hell. And my wife's phone is, she don't even have a smartphone. Well, I need to look into something. So we went in there, and I went in, and I got the new, um, the LG G7. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I got one for me and my wife. They had a deal, buy one, get one free kind oh, of thing. Oh, cool. But while we were in there, <laughs> oh, my God drama unfolded it was like a real life reality show what? without the cameras what mm. yes there was the young black couple in there it's already starting off good mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh they were in the the at the counter right to my left you know my and wheezy was sitting over on the bench just hanging out waiting mm-hmm. and they were you know it all stuff first i didn't even notice them they were just there handling their business and then all of a sudden things kind of escalated a little bit when you know first thing i'm hearing is like you got the iphone 
she kept calling it the iPhone X because I guess she <laughs> thought, you know, it was descended from Malcolm or something. <laughs> but she kept calling it the iPhone X. You got the iPhone X and some fresh ass Air Maxes on and, and, and you ain't got gave me and but but you need a minute. You need a minute when I talk about to you about your kids, about your baby, about our babies, you need a minute. Ooh. What kind of what kind of nigga is you and Ooh. what kind of motherfucker and da 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 and you ain't shit and you ain't this and In you the ain't store? that? Yes. Oh. And it started off like a little bit loud. And a little bit loud. Then she got confident. Then it got really, really loud. (laughs) And it it got just super uncomfortable. Everybody in the store was looking and trying not to look and trying not to. Everybody felt uncomfortable, except for them, ironically. Hello? (laughs) Ironically, they did not give two fucks about it. And they continued to get louder and louder, you know, and... And we, everybody looking like this nigga lot, ain't shit. I learned shit. a lot about about that couple. That's what I was about to say. Everybody looking like this nigga ain't shit. I learned that <laughs> that she got she got a bachelor's degree and oh. she about to go to law school. Oh, and because he was like, so, you got all those degrees and you still a basic ass nigga. Oh, whoa! <laughs> and I was like, damn, wow, touche, right? <laughs> <laughs> Like, mm, what you gonna say? Beat. Like, well, what you gonna say back <laughs> now? Right now, it's getting good. Deadbeat one, <laughs> right? Baby mama two, right? <laughs> like keep the scoring shit, right? right. Like, oh damn! <laughs> oh my god, it was crazy. And then they like, even though they were like, you could tell they weren't a couple any longer, and they w- they just had kids together. They still kept calling each other by their pet names. Okay. Yeah, and they had the same pet name for each other. Like, you know babe. No, my nigga. That was my nigga. <laughs> yeah. She was my nigga and he was my nigga. And neither one of them was, you ain't shit my nigga. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my God. And uh, let's see what else we learned about her. Oh, she's um, she's messing with a dude that's in jail. Oh, my wow. God. Um, let's see what else. He spent $3,000 this past week, but can't give money for his kids. Wow. And he got fresh ass Air Maxes on and iPhone Xs. Mm. And, um, yeah. Yeah, and there was there was more. This Why? went on. This went on, no exaggeration, for like forty forty five minutes. What? They did not call security. Oh, that no. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't. Well, I don't. Well, that store didn't have security. I don't right. know if they had security. Like in <laughs> and a, they was probably in scared. Of the you know, a lot of times these shopping centers they'll right. share a security person. Uh-huh, yeah. You know, I don't know if that was the situation there, but there was no security in there. They didn't call anybody. They didn't call the police. They didn't ask them to leave the store. They didn't say anything to them. That I wasn't think, the first time. I think they were. I think they were afraid. <laughs> they were afraid of them. And they they finally said something when she threw his phone. Oh, okay. she took his phone and she threw it against the uh, <clears throat> the the wall in there. Okay, now you breaking our shit. Right, exactly. <laughs> and that's when they were like, okay, now we're gonna have to ask you to leave. Mm-hmm. You know, they was like, and she was like, she's like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna calm down. I'm sorry. I'll calm down. <laughs> you know. You know what? I this uh, this I think that. Some pe- some people, especially uh, especially people that are not black people, <laughs> um, people that are close to pinker color, are a little afraid right now to just call the cops because right. of all the stories that are going on about people unnecessarily calling cops on black people, yeah. and it looks bad for called, business. I would have called for them. Like I, I would have called the like, cops, like, but I would have stepped in. I told I would told them I was like, see. And then if they call the cops and the cops come, then they're going to be wrong and racist. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, right, right. That's how people, that's how it's going to end up on social media. That, right. oh, the Sprint store in uh, Chesterfield or whatever is racist because they called the, the police on two on these two young black people. Right. All they were doing, they were trying, they were to, having buy, a, trying to buy a phone. Or, or <laughs> young, cu- young, exactly. couple ha- young black couple has squabble, Sprint store calls the police. Right. right. Exactly. Exactly. Right. And so she leaves. She leaves and then she 
comes back like 20 minutes later and continues where she left off. Wow. Oh, no. But she's not a, not as bad this time and she doesn't throw anything else but yeah, and then the yeah, it's it's crazy. See, now it's I'm crazy. glad I'm so that is the universe. I'm so glad I wasn't there. Thank you, universe. Hello. Because I'd have been in trouble. Because I would have said something. Mm-mm. I would have. I, I just don't know how to keep my pimp sure I, I would have. I've been like, hey, 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 hey. All hey, right y'all. now. All we right. Do you know we? Everybody can hear you all. Right. And. I don't, I don't know what's going on in y'all relationship, and I don't care to know, but I know way too much already. Y'all okay. need y'all need to keep that down, because yeah. y'all disturbing everybody. I was like, you know, I got enough for my show already. You guys can stop at any time. <laughs> any time. Because, the, you know, you guys can just keep going, but it's not going to make the story any, in, any more interesting on the show <laughs> at this point. You know what I mean? At this right. point, I got all I know about your, your jailbird dude, and, you know, <laughs> I mean, you know, yes. I know that you don't. And then it was kind of weird because one minute she'd be saying that she want money for the kids. Then the next minute she'd be saying she don't need him for shit and she don't need his money and she don't want his money. But then she'd be mad that she didn't have his money. So I was really confused. (laughs) She was torn. I was confused. Like, do you need his money? Do you not need his money? And then he was like, you know, one minute trying like he was balling, but then act like things was tight. So both of them was like contradicting themselves and I was a little confused. See, I'd asked, I would have uh-huh. just asked them. <laughs> and when they said, why don't you mind your business? I'm like, it is my business now because y'all telling everybody in the okay. goddamn story. I don't know if y'all talking to me or yourselves. Well, they did kind of involve involve us. They, they involved us a little what? bit. What? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, she posed? Mm-hmm. She did a yeah, pose? She, they would like, she would Y'all, y'all see this nigga? Over yeah, here? she y'all did a poll. <laughs> she then, did a poll. And then when he left, and when she left, um, he came over and he gave Wheezy some exposition on the situation. Oh no! Yeah, and made you know explain some things and broke some things. <laughs> yeah, it was it was interesting. He was like, hold on, let me it just was, let me just crazy. explain myself. You see, I'm not a right. uh, I'm not a deadbeat like she said oh I was. God. You it see was what had crazy. happened was. <laughs> This is like not the time and the place. They both with that. They, I got these Air Maxes off Craigslist. <laughs> and they both—they are clearly exhibitionists. Right. Both of them. I, both of them. They—they wow. they did that on purpose. Yeah. Well, no, they—no, they get off on that. You don't do that unless you get off on that. And, and then the sure whole that, thing of telling people afterwards and they break it. Like, like he, like, why wouldn't you just keep to yourself or why wouldn't you just leave or like let's take it outside? They want people to see it. And this whole like, like you see him, this nigga over here, and blah blah blah. blah that's he, they put on a show. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that's but. You know what? I'm sure that's not the first time that the Sprint store has seen some type of verbal altercation inside of there. I'm sure it's not the the first time. The, the sales guy, he was all apologizing to me. I was like, oh, it's not your fault. I was like, I blame Wheezy. <laughs> <laughs> Wheezy's fault. I can't take him nowhere. Nowhere. Anywhere Every I time I take him, somewhere, some shit some, Yeah, exactly. It's all his fault. Something about his energy just stirred mm-hmm. people up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I told him. I was like, it's your fault, Wheezy. It's, this is on you. I blame you for this. <laughs> Interrupting the energy in here, mm-hmm. causing a muck. Mm-hmm. See, I would have negotiated with him with that at that moment myself. I'd be like, oh, oh th- it's not your fault, but either you need to do something for me or you need to ah! shut them up. <laughs> One of the two. Oh, no. If you're really sorry, make amends. That's hilarious. That didn't even cross my mind. I know. Like, well, but that's even. why I pip, man. You know what I'm saying? That's why I got the hat. That's, that's why he got the <laughs> hat, man. Oh that's a that's, negoti- got that's a negotiation moment. Hello, I would have got ten percent <laughs> off my bill. Oh, tell you God. what, I'll feel better. I'll feel a little bit better if you throw in a little Bluetooth. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get some new wireless earbuds or some shit. You know what? I, I'm, that might have played if I was a new customer, but I wasn't a new customer. I've been with them. She was still they, upgrading and renewing a contract. I, I, I was. I was adding a yeah. I was upgrading and adding a and adding a line, but still. And you could have been walking in there doing the same thing that they was doing. <laughs> Fuck y'all! Suck my dick and, and I, throwing phones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
They're like, ain't this about a bitch? I'll take five dollars off of my next in bill. Here causing a commotion. Another one getting the phone for free and still trying to get free shit because the other ones in here causing a commotion. <laughs> hey. I was, too, I was hey. to be honest, perfectly honest, I was too embarrassed to try to ask for anything. I was I was completely and utterly embarrassed for my race. I we are just cut from a different cloth because I want to be in there with my camera already. Like I'm just waiting for some shit to pop off so nah, I can. Because uh, I'm trying star. to like provoke them to be like to turn that energy towards me, and I have to like be trying to fight a couple. <laughs> Fuck that. And they I would be right waiting. to do it too if I'm like recording them without their consent or whatever. They would have been perfectly in there within their. No, I wouldn't have been. No. I wouldn't have been recording. They, they, are, they already broke the public trust. They own self. <laughs> I wouldn't have been recording until some shit popped yeah, off. But, but I would have had my record on uh, my app. Would have been open. Yeah, I, I, I would. I would. It, it break. It, it pains me actually. When I see people post stuff like this on Facebook and Twitter and mm. Instagram, it it pains me. Especially when I see photo, uh, uh, videos of like in particular black people fighting. On the street and stuff like yes. that, like it really yeah. breaks my heart to see that because, like, like, is this where we're at? And I know, like, that that's not we've always been there, but <laughs> that's, I'm like, that's new. why aren't we past this? I guess is the question I'm trying to ask myself. And I don't like seeing it; doesn't help. It doesn't. But I'm kind of seeing Dijon's point of view of like maybe this need a little shaming, honestly. Yeah, I don't. I think anything you might have tried to do in a situation like that would have just further inflamed it because it was the tension mm. and everything was already so high. They, they. I wouldn't and, have done anything. And, and the only thing that could have, the only thing that would have maybe squashed it, if somebody calmly and gently kind of, you know, tried to, but anything that's even was even slightly can be considered like aggressive or offensive or whatever, just would have inflamed it even further. Mm. I'm telling you that this shit was at a high. I, I hadn't seen people in public like this, especially without come out going to blows, whatever, in quite some time. It was like at all. And for such a long period, which was right. crazy, like wow, like nobody's gonna be like, can we continue this? Well, he tried in orig- he tried originally to like this is not the place, and he tried. Oh, he knew that wasn't gonna work. And then, um, well, I don't know if he knew it or not, but he tried it and it didn't work. And, uh, <laughs> so then, after that didn't work, then he was just like, you know, he went, he went, he joined the the fray. Mm-hmm. Anyway, oh my god, all right. And y'all ready to get in these topics? Oh, Let's do yeah. it. News and noteworthy. The shiznit. So wow, we've had um, we've had two celebrity suicides. Yeah. Since our last episode. Yeah. Uh, Kate Spade and Anthony Bourdain. Uh, Kate Spade is a, a, a famous fashion designer and famous in the fashion world. And Anthony Bourdain is a fa- or was a famous chef. Um, Maybe one of the most famous, and he's actually at the top of the list of like the ten best chefs in the world. Mm-hmm. And he was he was sixty one. She was uh, what fifty five? Yeah, she was fifty five. He was fifty one. And they both uh, um, hanged themselves. Wow, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Well, I knew Kate Spade um, hung herself, but I didn't know about Anthony Bourdain hung himself. Yeah, yeah. with his bathrobe. He, he was in uh, <gasps> belt. He was in France. Uh, he knew how to go. <laughs> uh, doing an episode of his show, and he was there with a, a, a famous, I mean, a, a, a friend of his who's also a chef, and his friend found him in his room. Mm-hmm. And he was there, you know, he was working with his girlfriend, so, you know, everybody thought things were, you know, good, because he was, you know, he did an interview not too long ago, he was saying he was, you know, so happy to have this chance to work with her, and all that, but I don't know. His daughter... 
It always it always pains me when you hear stories about suicide, and uh, it's the celebrity suicides that get people's attention because that gets everybody talking. But you know, suicide happens, so uh, it, it, it touches everybody's life at some point in time, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. And you just you just never know. And I, I keep seeing things on Facebook and Twitter about people like uh, things like, oh, don't 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 do this, and consider this, and consider that. But that, that's putting a lot of weight on the person that's suicidal. Yeah. We should be out having each other's back. Yeah. That's that's that will help against suicides having each other's back. I mean, because sometimes you just don't know. It, unfortunately, in both of these cases, it seemed that both of them were fine. Day before, moment before, everyone's like, and you hear that a lot where. And maybe it's because sometimes people have decided that's what they're going to do. They're going to end it all so they don't have any worries. Right. And so that's why they come off the way they come off. But, man, just have your peeps back. Just check on your peeps. Yeah, it's just, it's hard. It's hard because you just, a lot of times you just don't know. These people, you know, a lot of times these people, they hide it. A lot of times they hide it and a lot of times they hide it well. Right. You know, and especially if they're celebrities, they're used to being in the public eye and they're used to putting on that public face. Mm -hmm. They're used to putting up, you know, putting on for 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 everyone and mm-hmm. hiding that pain so it just becomes second nature to them and yeah. they, you know they just start hiding it even amongst their family and friends you yeah. know people that they don't have to hide from they they do you know so but yeah and they they said that uh the the uh, suicide hotline calls are up like 25 percent which is is very common with uh when celebrities commit suicide, mm. well, you get a lot of people who are people who are already, su- you know, suicidal or having the thoughts, they feel even more hopeless because, you know, we uh, as normal people, we look at celebrities as having it all, right? You know, and then when you see, okay, somebody who you think has it all commit suicide, if they, br- if they you, break, right, right, it's like then what hope is there for me? Right. You know, right. if they can, you know, like then there's no hope for me, and then right. they're just going. They said when Marilyn Monroe uh, died. Uh, it was like 62 percent. No, no, no. Wait, wait. How much was it? It was like 16 percent, something really high across wow. the whole country, whatever suicide went up or whatever. Wow. So. Uh, well, suicide is, is contagious. Yeah. We, we know that. Like, we know that now. Like, unfortunately, there you end up having a lot of copycats after it because for some people, unfortunately, it's a it's a permission to like, well, if they did it, I, you know, like, you know, and but. If you can hear my voice right now and that's what you're thinking about, don't do it. Yeah, no. Please don't do it. Please, 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 please just call somebody. Just yeah. call somebody. Before you do it, call somebody. That's all I ask. Mm-hmm. So I have uh, some facts about suicide that I'm going to read. Okay. Number one, nearly 30,000 Americans commit suicide every year. Mm. Number two, in the U.S., suicide rates are highest during the spring. Wow. I find that interesting because I would have thought that it would be in the, the winter, winter mm-hmm. because they generally say it's that bleak. depression is up in the winter because of um, depression is tied to the lack of sun mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And winter is the hardest time for people. And they also say people have a hard time when they move places that has, you know, um, less sunlight than other mm-hmm. places. Mm-hmm. So I would I would have thought that it would be in the wintertime. Um, <clears throat> number three, suicide is the third leading cause of death for 15 to 24-year-olds. Wow. And the second for 24 to 35-year-olds. Wow. Yeah. On average, one person commits suicide every 16.2 minutes. Wow. Wow. You know what that means. Two people since we started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say by the end of this show, five or six of y'all won't be here with us. I'm done with you. What? They won't? Of y'all? Well, the, yeah, those six, yeah, yeah. Some some people in the if they're committing they suicide while during our show, yeah. they not they not yeah no they missed this public service announcement yeah uh, each suicide 
intimately affects at least six other people. At mm. least. Yeah, at least. I believe that. That's At least. Yeah. yeah that, I think that's a conservative estimate. Yeah, me too. Number six, about two-thirds of people who complete suicide are depressed at the time of their death. Mm. Depression that is untreated, undiagnosed, or ineffectively treated is the number one cause of suicide. Number yeah. seven, there is one suicide for every 25 attempted suicides. Mm. <clears throat> number eight, males make up 79% of all suicides while women are more prone to having suicidal thoughts. Now, see, that surprises me, too. That's because of the media. The media always portrays it the other way. Women are so fragile, and they just have to take pills and end it all. 79%. Wow. I find it crazy that there are one suicide for every 25 attempted suicide. So then it goes back to the one suicide every 16 minutes. Then that means in that 16 minutes, 25 people attempted suicide. So that's crazy. That is crazy. That's good. I never thought of it that way. That's crazy. So uh, uh, one in 65,000 children ages 10 to 14 commit suicide each year. Wow. Mm. Wow. There are two times as many deaths due to suicide than HIV and AIDS. Wow. Over 50% of all suicides are completed with a firearm. Wow. So there you go. I believe that a lot of suicides are suicide attempts. Yeah. They just need, people need attention, somebody pay attention, like a desperate cry for help. Mm-hmm. And then if, if they don't, if the help doesn't come. Now the handgun ones, that's a pretty, that is making a statement. That is making a statement. I wonder if it's because it's fast. I suppose so. I, well, fast I, and accessible. I, I also, I, I, uh, when I was in college, I did take a course, and because uh, and, uh, I was a psych minor. I, I had like several minors. I never finished any of them, but I was a psych <laughs> minor briefly. And one of my courses, we did talk about suicide, and uh, there was a suicide expert, and they talked about how people, how people choose to commit suicide. It really does say a lot about, you know, what they're going through. Mm-hmm. Like, a, mo- a lot of times with... Uh, uh, guns in particular, uh, people will do it actually as a F you mm-hmm. to somebody they're mad at, like that they felt should have helped them or mm. been there for them, their, their family and friends mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And it's a F you. And a lot of suicide notes have a lot of sort of F you statements in them, too. Mm. They're, they're really, you know, again, like the movies is always like, oh, well, I just, it was too much in this world and too fragile, blah, blah. But a lot of times you would be surprised it's how angry. Yeah, it's angry. Wow. So if you need to speak to someone and you don't have anyone that you can that you feel you can confide in or talk to, you want to speak to someone anonymously or whatever, you can text DS to 741-741. That's 24-7, okay? And it's confidential. Or you can call 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. And yes. remember, if, you th- if you're thinking about it, just call somebody first. That's all. Just call somebody. And they have all, they have. Don't just don't call Dino Red because I'm, I'm not the one. They have all kind of people that if you, I know in uh, here in California, if you dial 211, I don't know if it's the same nationwide, but if you dial 211, they'll give you information on like psychologists and therapists that you can talk to for free. It's a free service that there's people that's out there that's willing to talk to you. It's anonymous. Then they just want to help you. Take it from me. I've been through therapy. I'm in therapy right now and it's like the best thing that I've that I've ever could have experienced or go through. There's nothing wrong with, with therapy. If you need help, get it. That's true. That's that's a stigma in the black community that we need to get rid of. 
I think that's a stigma in a lot of communities. Okay, but I don't, I'm only in the black one, yeah. so <laughs> I, I can't speak about the other communities. But I know for a fact in the black community, I've I've heard my own family, um, well, like well, actually it was my wife's side of the family, but still my family say, "Oh, that's white people shit." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like talking about counseling or, or therapy, that's white people shit. Mm-hmm. No, that's people. That's smart people shit. Right. That's what that is. Or, or, people people or, who know they need to the help yeah. and they go and get it. Healthy yeah. pe- it's healthy people shit. Yeah. That's what it is. And it when I my biggest stigma when I first started doing it was I didn't want people to think that something was wrong with me. Like I didn't want you know I didn't want to tell anybody because something wrong I, with everybody. Yeah, because if I told somebody, oh, I'm in therapy or I got to see a psychologist, then people will automatically be like, well, what's wrong with you? And I and I never wanted that. So. It's been a journey, but I feel like so much better now that I get to talk to somebody about it. I've been in therapy. It's it's helped me. Um, I uh, it helped me through some some really tough times, and and uh, I go to um, I go to marriage uh, uh, counseling with my wife. Yeah, you know it it's, helps. It's helped, it's helped it's helped us a lot, and it, it still helps. it still helps. We still go. I think everybody mm-hmm. should do. I, I, if nothing else, I mean, just think of your brain. Your brain is part of your body. Mm-hmm. You go see a doctor, a physical a MD, and you go see checkup, even when something's not wrong with right. you. Right. So we only want. You shouldn't wait till you're in crisis actually to see a counselor or a therapist. That's um, true. That I, that's sense. something I've learned in my life because the first time I ever went, I was in crisis. I wasn't suicidal, but I was in crisis, and it was terrible. Mm-hmm. And the counselor helped me through it, and then uh, I learned that I should talk to people regularly. Mm-hmm. And then I also. Learned Learned that whenever you have any life changes, even good ones, marriage, moving, changing job, graduating, go see a counselor. Talk mm-hmm. about it because transitioning in life and stuff like that, that's something that's just difficult for us. And we're not, we don't get a lot of help in that. And it's nice to talk to a professional, an outside yeah. objective person that's not your friend or family because they're just going to tell you, they're just going to stroke you. Right. You need somebody that's objective on the outside. And also somebody to help you realize like, oh, everybody goes through this. Here are some techniques that you can use to get through this thing. Even if it's something, because even something, a good change can be a stressful change. So I do that I do that regularly when yeah. I have to. I go see somebody uh, whenever I have a change. Like when I just moved, I went to go see a therapist for just a few weeks just mm-hmm. to check in with my old therapist and say, hey, I moved. Mm-hmm. Here's what's going on in my life and blah, blah. And I met with him just for a couple of weeks. He's like, oh, you seem to be transitioning fine. You seem to be transitioning fine. So go ahead. Mm-hmm. You're good. Right. So, yeah. I. True, 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 true. Yeah. I was going every week at one point in time, so. It really, it really helps. Oh, I was definitely, I was going every week. When I was in crisis, I was going every week. And then I started going every two weeks. Then I started going once a month. And I just go when I needed somebody to just to check in. Mm-hmm. Stu- Stuart Weldon, 40, 40 years old, out of Boston, was pulled over for a broken taillight. And uh, then this happened. They tried to, uh, police tried to slow him down and he fled. He had a 25-year-old woman in the passenger seat of his car. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, come to find out that the woman was his girlfriend mm. but when they caught up to him and pulled him over it was said that he'd been keeping her against her will and then she also reported that he'd raped her repeatedly what yes now only one only one story that i read mentioned the rape there was other stories that they didn't mention the rape and i don't know why i think maybe because it came out later on that it was his girlfriend mm. so maybe they're not pursuing the rape charges for some reason but she did say that. She did say that. Like okay. I said, you know, I, I'm. You guys know. I told you, Dino read his journalism. I'm a journalist, so <laughs> right. I read more than one story. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was just you know. So anyway, uh, they take the man away. 
and then his, they go to his house. His mother, his mother who who lives with him, uh, calls nine one one and reports a sm- a foul stench. Okay, around the house. The police come out to the house, and in the backyard, they find the bodies of three missing women. <gasps> right. So started um, off with a broken tail light. Right. So they find America Linden, thirty three. Ernestine Ryan's 47 and Kayla Escalante 27 Aww. were found in the the backyard of his mother's house. There's also a child there that is it's still for whatever reason is undetermined who the child belongs to. It, one story I read did say that he has children with the woman who he was mm-hmm. or, uh, he had in the car, mm. but they don't say if this child belongs to her or him or both of them. Or, we don't know who this child is. The child was taken. Uh, and, and to, to, to child protective, protective services. Um, he has not been charged with anything connecting to the bodies yet. He's only been charged for kidnapping and assault at this point. The woman was physically, was, excuse me, physically battered and beaten, had old and new wounds mm-hmm. all over her. And she told the police that he's going to, he was going to kill me, right? She was definitely in fear of her life. So, yeah, it, it looks like they, they caught a, a serial killer. You know, that's what it looks like. How old were the bodies, did it say? Uh, not not that old. These women had all been reported missing, and they had been looking for them. Wow. So I'm guessing the, the reason why he hasn't been charged with those murders with those murders is because um, there's there's no physical evidence tying him to, to any of them yet. They're mm. still investigating, and I'm sure they'll find something. But as of now, they haven't found anything, and he doesn't live in that house alone. He lives in there. He lives there with his mother. And then just, you know, they were in the backyard, you know. So if they were to charge him now with no evidence, he'd just be like, oh, you know, Dijon, she killed those bitches and put them in my backyard. Um, Dijon wasn't there, but. <laughs> <laughs> but. But, you know, some random person. They how like, long? Somebody yeah. set me up. But how long he's been dating? How long has he been dating the girlfriend? You always come <laughs> with some fact that is like nowhere in any of the stories. Like, <laughs> or some question, I should say, not a fact. But don't, don't be know. mad at me, cause. But why? Why is that? Why is that relevant? Yeah. Why? Is, yeah. How long has he been dating his girlfriend? Yeah, yeah. Because if he was dating his girlfriend at the time that he was doing the murders, that's what I wanted to know. Maybe she had a hand in it. Maybe you know. That's what I'm just trying to. That's what I was trying to figure out. I asked you if how how long the bodies had been there. You said they were fairly recent. So then that made me think. Well, how long has he been dating this girl? They have a child together. So. Yeah, but it's also serial, so what? Serial, serial killers that have been married that have gone out. Yeah, and yeah, I know that. But I, that, that's know. just what I wanted to know. That's what I wanted to know. <laughs> yeah, but even if they've been dating six months or five years, that don't mean she knows anything about the other dead bodies. I mean, she could. So that's what I was. That's what I was trying to p- figure <laughs> out. Okay, and also was the, he with her of, at the time that he was murdering these women? The, that's crazy too. The cause of death has not been determined. They're waiting for the the autopsy reports. And uh, so, and and then, and since then, some other women have come forward too, but they have been extremely vague about that. Like I read this one, this you know, I was looking for updates on this story, and it says more women come forward. I read the story. The first line is more women come forward, and then it just goes into this same story that mm-hmm. I already know, and that's all it says about the new women is mm-hmm. that new women came forward. That's it. So. We don't know if he actually had them kidnapped and they escaped or he just beat them or he raped them. We don't know what. We just know there's more women that are, you know. Coming forward. Yeah. And he's being charged with two kidnappings. And it's also unclear on the second kidnapping 
It could have something to do with the fifth women, a, a fifth woman that we uh, don't know about. So there's a lot of lot of details still yet to unfold in this wow. case. Wow. Just to think that you could be in a relationship with somebody that's a serial killer, kidnapper, rapist. And for all you racist black people out there talking about only white people are serial killers, uh, nope, because Stuart Weldon is black. So there you go. Well, so is that dude in Arizona that killed all those people recently. And they just who's that? I don't know about that one. There was a story in Arizona. They they finally cu- the cops killed him. Really? Yeah, they had cornered. I'm sorry, I don't have the facts. I was just, okay, but, but, but it's, it's a probably killer? recent story. Yeah, he killed like oh. six people. Really? Like four four to six people in, in, over the last couple of weeks, last week or two. Wow! Before yeah, they caught him, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, guy. they cornered him and finally got got him. Wow! Yeah. So well. Uh... Yeah, kind of like that dude. Remember that dude in L.A. that the cops were after, and he was a cop killer. He killed. And yeah. They finally caught. Yeah. Him. He was actually a cop. He was a former cop himself. Right. Mm-hmm. And he was on a man. He had a manifesto. Blah, right. Blah. He mm-hmm. killed several people too. Yeah. Yeah. He's. Yeah. Exactly. His, I know his story's a little different. He wasn't just. Yeah, a he, thrill killer. He wasn't. He wasn't. Yeah. He wasn't a serial killer. And I actually think. I actually. I actually think there was something shady about that. Oh, story. absolutely. I. I, I just. I, as I was. Ta- as I was coming out of my mouth, I'm like, oh, he may might be great because he was actually kind of a sympathetic killer, if I could say so. I, I remember. That yeah. story, it's and there was there was a lot of the. I don't generally get into the whole conspiracy thing. But no, this one. It seemed like the blue was after him. Seemed, we got shut him up. Yeah, there seemed like some. Yeah, and the way that he was, he died. Yeah, and, they went after yeah. him, full guns ablazing. Yeah, there was something, yeah. and he was like trying to expose some shit yeah. about the police and whatever. Yeah. And he was a former cop, so yeah. I I think there was some credible story, some credible stuff, you know, with that one, and some shadiness going on. That's a whole different story. That one right there, I wouldn't put that one in that same category. But Lee Lee Malvo. The, yeah, uh, the right, DC sniper. Right. They were black. Him and the, and the kid that uh, he uh, coerced, basically, uh, yeah, brainwashed and kind of coerced into into it. They were uh, they were black Jamaicans. In yeah. Fact. So, all right. So um, Gregory Hill, uh, who was killed by a pol- by the police, had, uh, his family was awarded four dollars in compensation. Now, see, let me try to keep my composure while I give this story because this story is kind of pissing me off. Why y'all, I get what Roseanne did was wrong. I get that. But this is some shit you should be pissed off about. Sure. This is some shit right here. Now, and it's not even a fact. Well, let me, let me try. Like I said, let me try. Let me, let me start from the beginning. Okay. So this guy is in his garage minding his own business doing whatever he was doing. I'm thinking most likely most black dudes that I know when they're in the garage, they're doing a couple of different things. Drinking, and tinkering on the car mm-hmm. or drinking and lifting weights, mm-hmm. you know, and, and listening to music mm-hmm. while they're doing whatever they're doing. And he right. had been drinking. We know that. So the police were called about a disturbing the peace called. The music was too loud. Mm-hmm. So some random neighbor or whatever called. Within two minutes, two police, two police officers show up at the house, knock on the garage door. Now, for some reason, it's, uh, it's not clear on whether or not he had a gun when he opened the door. <laughs> okay, for some reason they keep stating that in all the stories. It's not clear. Yeah, okay. That that's the first clue right there that something's wrong. Right. Why isn't it clear? Right. You know what I mean? So somehow, you know, some something was said. Somehow the the uh he closes the garage door. The cop fires through the garage door. Okay? And then they uh they order him to like open the door and come out and all that kind of stuff. He doesn't respond. They call SWAT. SWAT uses a, a, robo- a robotic arm and everything, and they poke a hole in the garage door, and they look through it, and they see the man laying there dead, right? They open it up. They find a pistol in his pocket that's empty. 
and they want to keep talking about you know his blood alcohol content was uh you know so much above what the legal limit for driving the motherfucker wasn't driving right so in, at his he was home in his own home right in his garage <laughs> lifting weights listening to music or whatever the fuck he was doing tinkering on cars or whatever right okay and he's allowed to have a gun in his home as well right um now yes he was not under arrest he was not under arrest the police have i've yet to hear any reason why they thought he was a threat even i mean the fact that it's not clear whether or not he had a gun i don't know and then he closes the door but yet they find him enough of a threat to fire through the door where they do that at right They weren't sure if he had a gun, but they felt so threatened that they fired through the garage if, at what him. If, what if one of his Children. kids were what in the garage? Ch- exactly. Yeah. What if one exactly. of his kids were in the garage? Exactly. Okay. That was my point. So this is the thing. So this was this happened four years ago, January 2014. Now, I'm not even up. Well, let me say this. I'm not <sighs> that upset that that, that they they did not find in the family's favor. Okay, you want to say you don't think that there was any wrongdoing or whatever, and that you know it was mostly his fault. That's what they want to keep. It was mostly this gentleman's fault. Uh, yeah, I think you're full of shit. I'm not buying it, but I'm not really that mad at that. This is the part. This is the part that I'm mad at. They decide to award this man's family. Four dollars, one dollar for the funeral, and one dollar for each of his three kids. Wow! And that is nothing but a big ass fuck, fuck you, you. Mm-hmm. and totally uncalled mm-hmm. for. If I was that judge, I would have put every last one of those jurors in contempt. Right? They would all be doing time if I was the judge because wow. that is so disrespectful. That is fucked up. Even if you like, that's 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 horrible. How that did they? Is so horrible. I wonder how they came up with that number. It's just so horrible. It's just so fucked up. It don't even make. It doesn't even make sense. I don't get it. Either. It doesn't even make. It doesn't make any sense at all. You're gonna give this man who's no longer on his earth, who no longer can provide for his children, who can no longer be the father and the support system that his children and his family want. You're gonna give each one of those children one fucking dollar. Not in favor of the family and awarded them zero damn for damages, whatever. I would have felt like. You were being honest and open or, or impartial to the best of your ability looking at the case. But you're going to go ahead and do some fuckery like that? Like, I, the whole case is foul to me. Here, here's what the I, whole thing is bullshit. The whole, yes. Here's what I think happened in the jury room. Because I was once in a jury that did something not as heinous of a crime, not even close to as heinous as a crime, but it was a, 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 a vehicle accident that was involving a, a, a man and a woman. And we found it was according to the law we just this was all we had to use the law you know common sense didn't make sense didn't didn't go you had to use the law according to the law it is because this woman didn't use her horn she was partially responsible for this accident but we determined as a jury she was only when seriously we had she was only 10 percent responsible for this accident right it, it was mostly this guy's fault he was 90 percent responsible for this accident right. but because according to the law State of Illinois said you had to use your horn to avoid an accident at at all times, and she didn't use her horn. And she said on okay. the stand she didn't use her horn. Right. So we had to say like, oh well, she didn't do that. So she, so we had to we sat down and figured out like this guy was saying like, oh well, I miss Christmas with my family. I did, 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 did. so we're like, okay, what's the cost for a plane ticket? What's the cost for this? Blah blah blah. And so we figured all this out, and then we gave her, we she had to pay him ten percent of that. That was what what we did. So I was against all of it. I thought she shouldn't pay him shit, but um. That's the way it had to do according to the law. And I think they had to, like, they had to do something. They're like, well, they are some respo- somewhat responsible. It was mostly his fault. 
So that's when they come up with this dollar thing. It does. It's really disrespectful. I'm with you. Like, I don't know how they came up with that number specifically because it really does seem they, like a they big didn't fuck have you. To, they didn't have to give because the judge basically reduced it down to zero. Right. So they could have. That means that they could have offered zero. Right. But they said that the, the officer was one percent at fault. So out of the four dollars, the officer was only responsible for four cents. So it's it's just I mean that 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 to me is just that's like you know the biggest way to piss off a waitress is not to not leave a tip. Mm. That's not a lot of people think oh if you don't leave a tip they're gonna piss them. I believe I have never been a server. Pip, you've been a server, right? I sure have. I've yeah. been a server. And Stephanie Modell listens to the show sometimes. Uh, she's been a server, and I think she'll back me up on this. I think there are many many circumstances where you cannot leave a tip. And the server will not be pissed off at you. But I guarantee you, if you left a quarter, if you leave four cents, you know, you leave some pennies. You that's leave a change, fuck you. That's a fuck you. That is a fuck you. And that's how it's received. But a lot of times you could not leave a tip just because based on, you know, different things on how much how big your your bill was on, you know, your age, different things mm-hmm. where they will just like, OK, don't well, know the custom. They, that, right. Right. Whatever. They will just not be angry. They mm-hmm. will just understand that this person didn't leave a tip and Cheap. they will move on. Mm-hmm. Cheap. You know, cheap. Right. But. You leave them some change. You you making a statement. You making a statement, and that's exactly what this jury did. That's exactly, and there's nothing anybody can tell me to, you know, to to convince me different. And that's I just horrible. think it's horrible. Yeah, it and I think it's horrible that that they was allowed to do that, and that they got away with that. And even if you didn't, if you thought the case was bullshit or whatever, they still lost somebody. Yeah. Right. They still lost somebody who basically wasn't doing much of anything. Right. Wasn't doing much- anything at all. What did that person do besides be in their home having drinks with the music loud? And the value of his life and the value of him as a father to reduce it down to $4 is so disrespectful. It could have happened to anybody. That could have been anybody doing the same exact thing. And that's why I'm just so tired of these cases. And I'm I'm hurt. I'm hurt. And I'm tired of hearing this, this shit. I'm tired of hearing about it. Because I'm just like, we can all see it's plain. It's right in front of our faces what is happening, what they're doing to us, how they're putting us in jail, how they're murdering us inside of our own homes. It's sad. It's hurtful. It's, it's, up, it just, it's beyond upsetting. And this right here, the $4 down to $0.04. Cents, that's disrespectful. That's dis- disrespectful to anybody. Any, if that was my mother, my father, anybody out there listening, family members, I don't even understand how the jurors could accept this. But we, but it's right in front of our faces. Yeah, that's that's horrible. Uh, okay, so a man was fatally hit by a car on a little on a little league field. That's what's gonna happen. This is uh, a <laughs> this is Pip's story. Well, actually, this the man. I, so this this man was on the field, and mm-hmm. this woman came like a bat out of hell, right. and she hit him on the. <laughs> like on they're the doing the farmers market, <laughs> <laughs> Santa Monica. And oh she hit God. him on the field and, and killed him. But he actually was saving other people, getting them out the way. But this, little children, yeah. The irony of it is that this man, like I think fifty years ago, yes, fifty years ago, he, when he was eighteen, he had killed somebody wow. with a car. He was. Yes, he was a hit-and-run drunk driver and killed a four-year-old baby. Oh. And got away with it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Got away with it. Until 2013, uh, somebody tipped off the cops. And the cops, you know, uh, questioned him. He, conf- he confessed. <gasps> but because of the statute of limitations, they there did. were no charges filed. Wow, so he did get away with it. He did get away with it. But he got the most Karma. ironic, karmic, karmic death wow in history it was karmic but at the same time i feel like he redeemed himself absolutely 
you know, because he was saving kids. He was trying to save kids. Well, this is how it happens in the movies. Yeah, this, this is. is this is a movie ending it to is. that story. It is. It really you, is. You hit some. You kill somebody. You get away with it, basically, and then all of a sudden, your your death comes the same way while you're saving children. While right. you're trying to save a child, too. No. Yeah. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. You can't write. You can't write better than that. You cannot write. You can't <laughs> make this movie. shit up. That is a movie. You can't make this shit up. That's a movie. We'll see, I see you, Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> Work it out. Hello. Right. One of the Wahlbergs. What I was gonna say was, did they ever say how the la- uh, the lady was a drunk driver? She was a drunk yeah. driver as well. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. it was like just it was like <laughs> yeah. it was exactly the exactly same. Exactly the same. He was drunk. Wow. She was drunk. Everything. Wow. Oh, wow. you know that movie, uh, Final Destination. Yes. Yeah. Like they cheat death, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's like, but death, co- like I'm oh, coming for I'm you anyway. Coming back. <laughs> That's like this Final Destination. Wow. Like, it was like yeah, we yeah we getting you. I wonder if that was. I wonder if he's had other near death experiences before. Well, we'll never know now, huh? Probably he was like 68 or something. So by I the think, way, I wonder if he had been dodging death his whole life. That's what I want to know. I know, <laughs> I know you I, I know the guy who wrote Final Destination. <laughs> Have a drink. So anyway, go ahead and uh, drink. If you if you playing along with us in the studio, you are probably drunk. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he's, he's gay. Okay. Ow. So Daniel <laughs> likes to play this this game called The Ground is Lava. You guys remember that game? You ever played that game when you were a little kid? Sure. The Ground is Lava? No, but you I heard of it. You heard of it? Yeah. Yes. Well, they're playing the game in Hawaii, except it ain't no game. Shit's no, real. Uh, oh. Yeah. There's a volcano that's been erupting for over a month. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like lava coming out of it for a month? Or has yes. it been like yes. s- just like no, spouting? No, for a month. Over, wow. Over, over 600 homes have been burned. What? Yeah. Yeah. And people have died and everything. And not not just the the one, not just the one. Uh, there's like ten different one, like uh, uh, cracks in the ground where there's lava like just shooting Soon up. Soon it's coming up from the ground. So wow! It, it, just, it recently just overtook uh, one of the biggest lakes. One of the biggest freshwater lakes in Hawaii is now gone. It's 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 now actually uh, Hawaii actually has new landmass now. Where there was a lake, there's now land because the lava just came. And they said this lake was hundreds of feet deep in some parts. It's now all lava. And, and so when the lava cools, and it'll be just like the rest of Hawaii, you know, land. <laughs> so, wow. So there's now new land that the, uh, that the government owns where a lake used to be. Oh, do they? Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, so what happens is when it cools, it's gonna, some of it's going to be sharp and jagged and whatever. But over time, new vegetation will grow over it, and it will just become ground. Like Yeah. You know, wow. Yeah. So it, it's crazy. And God scientists, is amazing. Scientists are having a field day. They're out there with drones and everything. I'm sure. The lava and, you know, then some, some crazy person... Uh, they kind of, I don't know if this, I think it was a joke that kind of people kind of ran with, but somebody uh, texted a question, could you roast marshmallows over the lava? And they were like, please don't do that. Oh my God. <laughs> they were like, please don't do that. No, please don't do that. Shout out to Chaz, Chaz Samuel Jr., our uh, super fan Facebook. He's over there in Hawaii. He's not, I don't think he's on this island. He's on a different island. But, well, uh, shout out. Get some good pick. No, no. <laughs> no, stay away from stay the away lava, from the Chaz. lava. <laughs> don't go near the lava. Don't make don't 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 make any uh, lava s'mores. Right. <laughs> don't be that one. But yeah, this thing's been That's going. Crazy. And they said there's no telling how long it will <gasps> go. Yeah, it's been going on a month and and no ending in sight right now. Over five thousand miles of lava just so okay spewing out. So my so you know um, just flowing. Hawaii is a series of islands. So one of these islands has 
is is erupting with lava. What if the lava spews out and connects? The two? Why are you laughing? <laughs> yeah, that's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. No. <laughs> I just was. I was just wondering. I never. I never. This never has never happened in my lifetime. So I'm excited to see what's gonna happen. Is it gonna like create? Yeah, the last, enough landmass. The last big one was back in the seventies. Yeah. So there's a there's a scientist, an older scientist that says she's been waiting around since the seventies for this. So she's very, you know, excited about it. So okay, the landmass is what has me interested because if it's like creating new land, is this how land is formed? Like you know what I'm saying? It's just like it just opens up like a whole new diverse i'm pretty sure the scientists are up in arms i'm excited too to see what happens after it cools down but i hope everybody's okay yeah, in the, the island people who haven't lost their homes they can't they still can't there's a lot of people who can't get to their homes yeah even wow. though there's, their homes are still there because of the lava flow they yeah. have to wait for it to stop flowing and for it to cool before they can get across and they can they can't get they can't get to their homes they're, they're trapped yeah wow so that's crazy natural disasters mm-hmm. so freddie mercury biopic Looks is, so uh, good. It's coming out. So you, that, so we'll see. I actually had this on the docket for the week that you weren't here, and I took it off because I'm like, we can't, can't talk about gay shit without a gay person, right? <laughs> exactly. Okay. Exactly. How are we gonna do that? Where right. do you do that at? That's like y'all about... trying to talk about porn. I'm not here or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think she and I could probably handle that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, well, I'm curious your take on it, Pip. Well, you already said it, it looks so good, but are you you are aware that your LGBTQ community are up in arms about it because they say that the the trailers are are being uh, they're they're like whitewashing and downplaying his bisexuality and trying to make him look like a straight dude, and they're they're mad about it. Then make your own movie. <laughs> I mean that's simple, right? That's just, what you do. I just kind of feel like it's a little soon. Like nobody's even seen the that's movie what I'm, yet. Like that's why, you... that's why I'm, I'm I'm over I'm over this shit. I've my whole life I've been hearing people protest about some shit that ain't even come out yet. They haven't seen it. They don't know what it's about. Right. Like I'm, I'm I know that there are, there are people that have seen it, critics and yada yada yada. So I know there's been screenings and stuff like that. But wait till you see some shit before you start condemning. Don't ask me to like get all up mad. I remember back way back in the day when last of Christ came out. My church was right. trying to boycott. I'm like, yeah. have you seen it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, we don't want a movie where this happens. To you. I was like, but you don't know the context of that. You don't mm-hmm. know anything. It's called The Last Temptation of Christ. So if Christ is tempt- tempted by something that you find offensive, that's the point. Right. That he was tempted and he didn't, and he still died on the cross, mm-hmm. right? So why are you boycotting? They, people get mad about stuff and you don't even, I don't know the intent, I don't know anything about it. I know I like Freddie Mercury's voice and I know I love Queen. Right. So I'll check it out. Now, if I find out that they did whitewash it, yeah, I'll have something to say about it after I've seen the movie. There you on go. On a similar note, I just got a long, look at this message right here I'm showing you guys. I just got this long message from a friend of mine wow. about some movie coming out called Corpus Christi and, you know, it being against Christianity and to boycott it and all that stuff. And I just replied, uh, bro, I don't do the boycott thing. So, no. <laughs> just, no. I'm not down with because that. Because somebody can boycott us. Right. And say, like, just as easy, like, oh, we're offensive. This and that. And that was actually right. my point back in The Last Temptation of Christ. I, I was still going to church then. I told my church group. Hmm. I said, I'm, at that time, I was in Amos Behaven. I was doing the musical Amos Behaven. I said, mm-hmm. I'm in this musical Amos Behaven. And then I, I smoke and I drink and I run around with fast women. All the stuff that the church tells me is hey, bad. Now, so like a good life. Thank you. <laughs> mm-hmm. So when y'all gonna come boycott me then? Right. 
right? So who gets to choose what and when and no? Yeah, no. Yeah, if you don't want to see it, then don't see it. Don't see it. But and then like, but why jump to conclusions? Like uh, maybe maybe they are downplaying it in the in the uh, trailer just to appeal to a wider base. Right. Yeah. You know, and suck them That's in. True. And then when they get in, they'll see the truth. Yeah. You know, maybe the truth, as long as the story is, you know, is, is, is faithful to him and honest, then I wouldn't have a problem with it. Now, if the story comes out or the movie comes out and they whitewash it and they downplay it in the movie, then I, I okay, yeah. you got a right to, to be pissed off about mm-hmm. it. But the trailer, yeah, just right. trying to, that's just marketing. They're yeah. just trying to suck exactly. as many people in as possible. Speaking of which, if, if Black Panther had relied on the fact of like you know uh, they knew black people were gonna go see black panther right, right. but no i didn't see one single trailer's like all black movie right all black <laughs> cast coming at you <laughs> they don't have to do that we was gonna go anyway so why you gotta hit us on the head right oh my god <laughs> Black people, I mean, black people, white people would have been like, fuck that. Yeah. I'm not about to go see that and get shot. Oh, right, hell no. Right. You jumped Mm-mm. in the theater. Exactly. See? Oh, no, no, no. No, 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 no. Yeah, there's a lot of straight people that. Oh, my God. That might see. That might see if they if they market it the way that the gay people want to market it, a lot of straight people will see that and say, oh, that's not for me. Yeah, right. Exactly. You know, that's not for me. And they're not. Because a lot of people think that way. And if it's, this yeah. is not. If this is not about. You know whatever their their little niche interested is, right then, exactly then it's not for them and yes. they won't. I remember there was people uh, back what was it uh, was it American Me I think it was I saw somebody, somebody asked me why'd you why'd you American Me why'd you go see that I'm like because it was a good ass <laughs> film like <laughs> Edward James almost whatever it was big it was like Mexican Godfather and mm-hmm. shit. like it was a great movie like yeah. you know but you're not Mexican <sighs> I'm like are you a fucking idiot right right, now? right. See, I just, I just got That's done talking. That's not how this, movies work. I just got done talking about Coco this no, week. No, but for some people, they do. Yeah, for that's some true. People, that's they true. Do. It's I, very true. Like that. Very true. I love the movie Coco. I Aww. love that movie Coco. And again, if they had, if it had been marketed like uh, just only Spanish ads, or like <laughs> yeah. like like for brown people only, uh-huh. or a story about brown people by brown people, I might not have ever seen it. Right? Well, tell us what because I don't even know what Coco is. Oh, Coco. So I didn't see it. Tell me about it's what, a what Disney Coco? Disney. It's, it's an a Disney movie. movie. It's uh, oh, okay. Coco is a story about a little boy that wants to be a musician, but his family hates musician because his great great grandfather was a musician and left okay. his family. Um, and so he ends up on the the day of and the it's death. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. animated feature. Okay. <laughs> um, and on the day of and the day of the night of the dead, uh, Dios de los Muertos, he is he wants to perform at a talent show in the town square. So he starts to steal this guitar of this famous guy that from their uh, from their village, and he ends up being, being transported to the afterlife where all the, the the ghosts are that go out on the day of the dead. And you you learn about what their life is like in the afterlife, and you learn more stuff about his family, and it's really good. It, it's okay. for me, it's it's a story. You know, Disney does like the mother and father story really good, and if you got a good story about a father relationship, I'm gonna cry. Aww. <laughs> and this is a good one about fathers, and yeah. I'm like, ah, it, it got me good. Aww. And it didn't have nothing. It, the fact that I don't speak Spanish and I'm not Mexican didn't, didn't affect that at me yeah. at all. I was still very moved by it. Well, All right. Say, was it subtitled or was it in Spanish? No, it was Mex- It's an English. Okay. But there's you know Spanish words in it because it's about Spanish. It's okay. about well, Mexican I was people. Because you yeah. said that, I was like, is it? Well, they talk about like ofrendas and 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 all this stuff like mm-hmm. the Day of the Deads and you know and, yeah. and you know they, you know t- just little stuff. Tia this and tio that and you know just yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. abuela abuelo yeah. granny grandpa. 
Yeah. But the fact yeah. that they were Mexican did not make me go like, well, this has nothing to do with my life. Right. No, but there are lots of people out there that are like that. That's though. true. I didn't even a lot know. Of people are like that. But yeah. they, again, they didn't market it that way. Yeah, either. exactly. I was just going to say that. that. I didn't even know that it was. a story about family. Yes, right. exactly. It is. Oh. It just happens to be a Mexican family. Right. right. See, I didn't even know it was that deep into the Spanish history, but I heard Coco was a good movie, so. Okay. Maybe Don Don will want to see it. She yeah, will. she it's would. Good. It's I good. want to see it. The music's good too. Say, <laughs> <laughs> goddamn it! So, you guys, a lot of people, you're getting your wish. The Roseanne show was about to spin off, and it's gonna have everybody back except Roseanne. Didn't we say this? Maybe as soon as this week, even. Yes, we said this was gonna happen. We said it, and Pip so. says she's still gonna get paid, but I don't think they care. No, well, the article I read says they're trying to figure out a way, like they want to change the name, and but I don't. I, even if they change the name, I don't see how they cannot pay her. You know, they the said it was gonna be to, the Connors, right? The article said they're gonna change the name of it so that she doesn't get any pay or whatever. But she's part creator of the original show, and this spun off from that show, and the character spun off from that show. I don't see how they can avoid. Yeah, they, they, she they created might, Darlene. They will get her maybe. Maybe she might get less. There's some things she can they can do where she will get less money, but I don't think they can totally cut her out. No, yeah, she well. created the character Darlene. She created Jackie. Those were her ideas. Okay. She cast those people that we fell in love with. There but, you go. But those were her ideas. So yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen. Yeah. So they're just gonna have to settle for her not getting as much money. Yeah. But and but not, we, be, not but being think, around. That's yeah. the big deal. And I think they're fine with that. I also read that she's uh some some people are trying to sue her. Uh, I think some of the the the, the cast, not not the cast, but maybe the uh, the crew, oh, that lost their job and their wages or whatever. <sighs> so, but I don't know that that's one article I read. Also read that a lot of those people that this this thing is pretty likely to happen because they said that those people are turning down other work, waiting for this. Wow. So that looks like it. That means it's probably going to happen. Yeah. If they're I, turning down other work. Yeah. In the article, I, in the article that I saw, I read that it was coming back in a few weeks it was coming back the connors mm. so there you go so there you go the got spinoffs are in the works so uh, i think we told you guys a while back that there are five different ideas that they're working on currently hbo for a game of thrones mm-hmm. prequel right and that's still going on i've read our many articles and most of them say uh talk about with uh, uh george rr R. martin and Grim, as we call him, on the Cloud Thrones. He is um, working closely with most of these uh, producers and creators, <clears throat> and uh, he's pretty. He's very excited about the the, uh, the different works. We don't know which one is going to be the one yet. You know that gets greenlit because they haven't decided. They're gonna wait till I guess like the pilots are done, and then they're gonna look at which one they think is best, whatever. And I'm sure they probably get input from Grim himself. Mm-hmm. And uh, but. Your boys, uh, Dino Red and Latone Hart, are already planning a podcast <laughs> for the prequel spinoff. Yes. So whatever it w- is, it won't be Pot of Thrones. It, uh, I don't think we'll probably call it something else. Pre- we might, or we might keep calling it the Pot of Thrones. I really don't know. We might. I haven't even talked about that. But we will be covering it, whatever it is. Awesome. So there you go. So get ready. Oh, and that comes. that's going to come out in 2020 because the last season of Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones will be out in 2019, and so the next season, the spinoff, whatever it is, prequel, will uh, debut then. The one idea that, they're, that they've uh, leaked a little bit of, about is this one where it takes place 10,000 years before the, the, what we saw in the Game of Thrones. Wow. And it circles, it, it, um, it talks, it, it, um, not, not circles, but it focuses on 
the beginning of the families, like uh, Brand the Builder, mm -hmm. who is the founder of the Starks family, and he's also the one who's responsible for building the Great Wall, okay, right? Yeah. Along with magic and different, so that should be very interesting, and you know, so. Wow. Okay. I wonder if they are keeping so many different options open as because you know of the hacking situation and so many fans. Just I think that's part of it. I think part of it is keeping security, security. tight uh -huh. because they definitely want to keep it on lock and they mm -hmm. don't want people to know and they don't want it to leak out. So I think that definitely has something to do with it. But I don't think that's the sole reason because I don't think they would spend that kind of money only for that, you know, as a red herring. I think they're actually trying to decide which idea yeah, is they best, want. and they want to see it, mm -hmm. you know. That makes sense. Before they can, you know, say, okay, we think this this idea is the best. You yeah. Know? So I'm cool with it. I'm down with it. Um, do you know who Lauren Cohen is? No. What about you? This is, the name sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. Well, she... Don't think Lauren Conrad. Lauren no, Cohen, not Lauren Conrad. She's uh, going to be on a new show called Whiskey... Uh, Cavalier. Uh-huh. What's that? Whiskey Cavalier is a new show that hasn't come out yet. It's starring Lauren Cohen and Scott Foley. Mm, okay. Scott Foley is of, uh, what do you call it? Um, the last thing he was on was Scandal. He was uh, Jake on Scandal. Mm -hmm. And he was Noah on, what was it Noah? On Felicity? Mm. I, think, yeah, I, I think loved it was, Felicity. I think it was Noah on Felicity. He was, he's been on several things. Anyway, Scott Foley, I like him. And it's this kind of, a, they're like this couple, and it's like this whole CI action comedy drama thing or whatever. But Lauren uh, Dejan is somebody that you should be familiar oh, with. Oh, yeah, I know her. Because she is from Maggie. Dead, and she will be leaving as well. What? Yes. <laughs> She's like, she still didn't get it. I'm like, that's what the whole thing was about. Maggie is leaving The Walking Dead as well. She would probably be in like another the the same uh, six episodes into the ninth season, just like Rick. <gasps> yeah. What? Where is everybody going? So they've been trying to, this whole time. They've been but trying the to, baby. Trying to get her back. <laughs> <laughs> the baby. She's still only like three months pregnant. She's been three months pregnant for the last three years. But I'm just Fuck like that baby. What do you mean, Mister <laughs> Baby? You see, you scandalous. <laughs> what Maggie that. baby ever do to you? Three year old fetus. Ain't nobody her baby ain't it's not been three years. <laughs> been They've been stretching years. this pregnancy out though. They've been stretching the whole series out. Yeah. Judith is like <laughs> should be like nineteen by now. Oh my God. <laughs> Judith is like six. She should be like and yes, six she's or barely seven. walking. Yeah. Barely walking. Still in diapers. Mm. <laughs> Still on Similac mm. that they can't find. Mm. <laughs> I just want to know. I know. I just want to know why, though. Um, all my favorite characters. I love. I wonder what they're gonna do. Huh? I wonder. I wonder what they. How they're gonna wrap all these characters out? I'm very interested. I'm getting to the point where now it's like I kind of almost don't care. Like I don't know if they can save the show with this many main people leaving at the same time because this ain't. It ain't. It ain't like you ain't Game of Thrones. No, but they're introducing a lot of new characters too. So that's why I want. I want to see who who else. But yeah, but they usually always die. The new characters. Mm, yeah, sometimes. Sometimes they become, you know. Main, yeah, it'll main be like. The it'll be like one. Cast, it'll, they'll make like one person the main character out of like the 10 people that we meet at the beginning. Yeah, people get sometimes. killed off. Yeah. Yeah, usually something like that. But, so uh, I'm, 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 I'm going to be there for no it. No Maggie, though. no Rick, no Carl. Dang. <laughs> but we knew Carl was going to die, though. But still. So, no, we not everybody. Oh, that's true. Not everybody. <laughs> I did. Because it was in the comic books. So. I believe you. 
All right. So uh, let's get into Pip's Broke Ass. Hey. Bitch better have my money. All right, all right, all right. Here I am back again. It is Pip, 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 Pip. Oh, pip, hooray. That's right. You know, <laughs> this week's hack, I'm going to speak from the heart this week, actually. Um, I did prepare something, that, but I actually decided not, not to d- use it because I do want to speak because something happened to me that was very personal. The reason I wanted to do Broke Ass, before we even got together to say we're going to do the shiznit again, uh, Dino and I, and I was telling him about this idea I had for a podcast that was going to be all me talking to broke people about money. Mm-hmm. And it was going to be called Pips broke ass hacks, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and because I, I really had it on my heart to help people that are struggling with money because I know what it's like. I really truly do. That is, this is not a joke. This is not comedy. This is it's hard uh-huh. to be poor in America. It's hard to be poor anywhere. But I don't even really know what about America. So I know for a fact it's hard to be poor in America. And I know there are people out there struggling, and I'm struggling too from time to time. And recently I. I've been taking care of my business, but I just had a situation happen recently uh, just within the last couple of weeks where one of my jobs, and I do have plural, one of my jobs didn't pay me mm. or no, uh, underpaid me. And they, they didn't underpay me by like, oh, they missed a day. Whoa! Straight right. up. They <laughs> underpaid me by 32 hours of work um, over a, for a two-week <gasps> pay period. So, yeah, it was so it was it was a substantial amount of money and it caused me to pay my rent late. That's how much money it was. What? Uh. Yeah. So I so I had to make arrangements with, you know, my landlord and give him piecemeal, blah, blah, blah. Because I was right. like trying to figure out, make sure I had enough money. And I, I, I can't be walking around with zero dollars in the bank. I just that's not happening. Right. Um, and, and nobody should. Right. Nobody should. But I do know there are people in America that are living that kind of tight walk yep. and, 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 and it shouldn't be. So I'm talk when I tell you this week that I'm talking, talk from the heart, I'm talking from the heart. This is really happening right now as we speak. So I took care of everything with my bills. First thing I did is I got on the horn and I started calling people saying, Hey, here's my situation. What can we do about it? Mm-hmm. Can we avoid late fees? I, I, I'll, I'll promise to pay by this date instead of this date. I'm, I'm expecting money from these funds on this date. And then make those arrangements and then stay true to it. Mm-hmm. Um, that will keep you uh, in good standing with those people. It'll avoid some late charges for you, which is more money that you don't have that you want to keep in your pocket. And it'll establish a good relationship for the future if you have any other emergencies in the future. My landlord was very understanding of my situation that I was in. I, and, I, and I took good care of him. I gave him more cut than I got. Mm-hmm. And I was really cutting it to the bone. The other thing I do in the case of emergencies like this is I take out cash funds of what I plan on living off of but while I'm having this crises, if you will. And I'm only living off that cash. I'm not using my card at all right mm-hmm. now. So whatever cash I have in my pocket, that's what I got. Um, and I also keep that cash at home and I piece it out for the day. Mm-hmm. And I put what I want for the day in my wallet. Mm-hmm. And hopefully I won't spend all of it. Hopefully I come home at night and I have some of that cash left in the wallet mm-hmm. for the next day. And then I, that's what I do. That's what I do. I, 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 I don't go out. I don't make any last minute purchases. I don't make any, any, any binge purchases. I budget it out. I had breakfast out this morning. It was a small one I got from the budget menu, but mm-hmm. I did took out 
from my funds. Actually, I took it out from yesterday's reserve funds okay. I had to my, my, buy my breakfast today because I was really good not spending money yesterday. So my broke-ass hack of the week is, hey, things happen. All right. So don't beat yourself up if you find yourself in a bad financial situation. Just look out. Take care of the whatever bills you can. Make whatever arrangements you can. Don't hide because the bill's not going to go away. Mm-hmm. Make arrangements. If the people don't want to work with you, fine. Just give them their money and, and deal with it. If it puts, is it going to put you in a situation where you're not going to be able to eat or you're not going to be able to have gas to get to work and stuff like that? Don't don't do that. Don't fool with that. That that's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Don't, you don't want to do that. No. Something else can be worked out. Yeah. But real talk. Look out for yourself. Put the little cash reserve aside. Just live off that cash until your money situation is reserved. That's what I'm doing right now. And that's my hack of the week. I'll tell you how it works out for me. I know it's going to work out fine because I've been down this road before. Mm-hmm. But, that, but that's what I'm doing right now because I am in a little bit of a financial crisis right now. Awesome. Wow. That's deep. Yeah. No fault of my own. I've been taking care of my business. But uh, that's how tight it is that if one, one, one of my jobs doesn't pay me, I'm in trouble. Right. Yeah. I'm that's li- true. You know. I should also note this particular job is important to know because this is the job that pays me the most hourly. Mm. So I really rely on that money. Yeah. So 32 hours is a lot. That's a full week. Yeah. I was just going to say that's almost 40 hours. It's a 40 hours for a full time work week. So that's just about a that's a, a full week. Pretty much. Yeah. It's yeah. six hours a day for five days. Pretty much. Plus plus a little. Are you a mathlete? <laughs> <laughs> you need to turn into Bill Nye, the science guy. <laughs> You also Tyson, you're the Grace Tyson over here. Tell some numbers, man. Okay, so now let's go ahead and get into our question of the week. And we yes. had a pretty, pretty good response. Yeah, uh, we did. Everybody, thank you. Shout out to everybody that responded to the Facebook post and our question of the week. We really, really, really appreciate it. And as you guys are going to get a chance to see, we're going to shout you guys out. So your feedback worked out. Okay, first up, we have, there's an anonymous one who came in that says... Did you read the question? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you, Pip. <laughs> I, I did not read the question. Okay. The question of the week... I have it. ...was... What's the weirdest or strangest place you have had sex? Mm. Yes, there you go. Okay, so first response is from anonymous that says, In the gazebo of a hospice center. <laughs> don't judge me. Don't ad- don't identify me either. Thanks. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, and then we got one in from Kid Cat, who's is uh, strikingly similar to Pip's scenario of a banana boat. Thank you. <laughs> Which Kid said she was on a boat in the middle of a lake. Getting okay. that banana. Hey now, right. Kit. We see you, Kit Kat. All right, Kit. I'm going to have to try it. Kit Kat giving up the Kit Kat. Okay. In the middle of the lake. Rock the boat, don't rock the boat, baby. Hey, rock yeah. the boat, don't tip the boat over. <laughs> Erica Jones says a graveyard. Mm. Erica, I'm going to need a little more detail. I mean, like, was you just like on a blanket on the top of a grave? I was say, whose grave? Like, what what, what was that about? What the hell? How'd this happen? Like, you, you're going to have to follow up. You know how people say, follow up. you know how people say, when you die, I'm going to dance on your grave? <laughs> when you die, I'm going to fuck on your grave. <laughs> 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 okay. So, 
But here we go. Um, we have super friend of the show, Mindy McVeigh Galbraith, who said, on the hood of my car that was parked in the driveway where I lived at the time. Mm-hmm. And I immediately wondered, hmm, I wonder if this was with her husband Jason or not. And then Jason replied on Twitter later on. Mindy already answered this question for us. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, I have my answer. Oh, well, there you I go. I have my answer. So this one is actually a two for one. Jason and Mindy. Mm-hmm. Just because y'all ended up getting married don't mean y'all wasn't nasty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. It could have been before. Shout out for being nasty. <laughs> no, they was, they, yeah, it was. I think they were kids at the time, you know, but they've been together a long time. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, let's see. Then we have... Well, Markeisha had a lot. Markeisha, shout out to Markeisha Marie Bailey. Yeah. She said possibly the car, the movie theater, a, re- a restaurant, or a helicopter. Goddamn, girl. No, I don't think those were ors. I think those were ands. Oh. <laughs> yeah, those were ands. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Yeah. Well, well, uh, yeah. <clears throat> all right. Well, the, any of those places will be fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Curtis said in the back seat of his car, parked in front of his parents' house. And wow. Jonathan Pearl says a cemetery in a parked car. Maurice, oh, Momo. Momo said he got a BJ on a crowded public bus. Does that count? Like, that definitely yeah. fucking yeah. counts. Hell yeah, it counts. What the <laughs> fuck, Momo? Right? Oh, wow. You a freak. Right? What if it was an elderly kid? Mm-mm, I got questions. <laughs> Bobby Halliday said in the backseat of a gremlin. No, that was a joke. Oh, that was a joke. Yeah. Don't be tricking us. <laughs> I, was, cause I was just about to say, what year was this? Uh, Richard Dillard said a hospital ER room. Mm. Oh, in the, in the waiting area? Well, <laughs> I guess that's the best place to be, just in case something happens. And Tina Greenwood says outside in the castle... From the movie set of Army of Darkness. <laughs> <laughs> so scary. She said, her lions, it was uh, by some wildlife preserves or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah them, that's them, scary. The, the, those cat calls was coming from you, Tina. Okay. <laughs> Don't try to front. <laughs> I was going to say, not scary enough to stop. <laughs> okay. Tanya McLean Pruitt, she said, a shack. <laughs> I asked, like, okay, like, is it a, a, a tool shed or what? She said... No, it had hay in it. <laughs> wow. So it was like a real, like a shed. And Trina Miller sat on the roof of an apartment building. She was hanging over the ledge. Mm. Then wow. Then she also said, uh, uh, let's see, there was another one too. CC and then CC Pretty Son, Petty Son said all the places under a bridge in a park car. She said Central Park, the hospital, the movies, the balcony of my apartment last week. And then she said I was felt up by a guy on the Amtrak train. Goddamn girl! Oh, here's here's the other one from Trina Miller. She said in the car on top of a hill in front of a cop who said just hurry up and handle your business. <laughs> so she was putting on shows. So Bowtie Ben, uh, shout out to Bowtie Ben and his show. Um, his show is called uh, the Saturday Morning Wake Up Show. Oh. Uh, Bowtie Ben said in a Macy's fitting room. Damn, that's freaky. Uh, let's see. Laura, Laura Allen Fabin said she did it in a hefty bag on some sand dunes at a beach. A helicopter from a nearby base saw us and circled a few times. <laughs> Wow, not in a hefty bag. Now that is and then Laura, interesting. Laura also said there was this time in Hawaii where it was dark and uh, we found some beach chairs and went at it. 
when we finished, a guy three chairs over got up and left. <laughs> <laughs> Had no idea he was there. <laughs> wow. That's funny. Then Laura wow. also said... Uh, and with one, that guy was me. With, with one, <laughs> I remember you. And with one of my high school guys, every other day after class, we'd go to the parking lot, cover his car with a car cover, and have <laughs> Wow. That's creative. Wow. Yeah, I don't know if we were ready for the truth, Laura. Ruben Marshall III says Ladera Park in the bushes. Oh, my gosh. That's the fancy part of town. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Marshall Broadway said Elevator Library at CSULB during finals. He put the school and everything. That sounds like something happened down in Long Beach. Right? <laughs> Janetta Stewart said movie theater. Angelique Jackson says adult video store booth. That seems right. Wow. Wow. Daniel Marquez said on the 15 freeway while driving. Okay. Stop that now. Yes. And then uh, Bowtie Ben said he did the same thing. And I told them, you guys better be careful with that. And then Bowtie Ben said that uh, it was a lot of traffic. And we, were, we were moving slow. <laughs> well, like bumper bumper they, had, they had time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he's like, well, I was being safe. I don't know about Daniel Marquez. So he's like, you know. He was being cautious. So. There you go. All right. So now it's time for uh, us guys here in the studio to answer uh, the question. Uh, <laughs> I almost forgot that we had to answer. Yeah. Okay, Pip. Uh, what's 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 your uh, strangest, weirdest place? Uh, in the casket room of a funeral home. Oh. Wow. Now you should have said a casket. That would have gave you extra points. <laughs> no, because they didn't have any caskets in there. They just had like you know they have the little uh, the molds. casket room had no caskets. Well, they just have the little things that jut out just so you can see what the uh, the illusion of what it is. There's, mm. there's actually no caskets mm. okay. in the room, you know. And it's just like and there's like here are all the different wood options. Wow. <laughs> wood options. <laughs> <laughs> different wooden color options. No, it was a dude. He worked at a funeral home, and okay. he was he he lived in the home, and it was late night, and uh, and he invited me over, and I'm like, all right, why not? Mm. I was like, this should be an unusual experience. What's, what's your uh, weirdest place, uh, strangest place? Uh, at I guess at a mechanic shop while I was getting my car smoked. Is so this so you could pass? You? <laughs> <laughs> no. You, I know you no, 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 no. It wasn't the mechanic. <laughs> he was busy doing the car stuff. Somebody had your. I was. Somebody busy. was rotating your tires. Oh uh, man. <laughs> See, what had happened was... Them nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Them areolas. Why my neighbor stopped me? <laughs> it was like, so, you know, I heard the episode about your areolas. <laughs> that was a good one. I said, was it? <laughs> but no, I, yeah, it was in the in the car at the mechanic shop while, while the car was getting smogged. It was fast. It wasn't great. Okay. Wow. All right. So You, Dino, what about you? I'm Okay, I'm about to go. I had to wait for you guys to go. I have a... I I couldn't figure out which one was the most, so I'll give you a couple of choices. I got uh, the uh, swimming pool jacuzzi at a hotel, uh, the beach in Mexico, uh, movie theater, and I think that's all I got. Mm. For the weird, those are the yeah. When gay people hang out, that's 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 it's anywhere. <laughs> I'm still trying to I'm, think. I'm, no, I'm, I, want, I need you guys. Which one I do you guys you. think is the worst? I mean, the most. I don't I think don't any know. of those are strange. No, no. What, the la- what was the last one? Uh, mo- uh, was that the movie theater? I guess movie theater. I don't know. I'm not no. much for public sex. Strange is weird. I think I've done strange. it. I've done it in all those places. Yeah, you you said you like the public thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have a problem. Yeah, mine was in a private casket room. No. <laughs> you sure other people weren't there? You just didn't realize? If they were there, they were dead. 
<laughs> so it's all good. Oh, you probably boy. raised them up. <laughs> Some was raised. <laughs> oh, yes, I've been there. Some was raised. That's I like it. I've, been, I've done it in fast food restaurant, restrooms. I'm a very, I've done it in the car while we were driving. I'm a very, what's the, what's the word I'm looking for, guys? Oh, you Adventurous? No, it's another one. Exhibitionist? Exhibitionist. Yeah. I am not. I'm a voyeur. Okay. I'd rather watch. No. That's what I mean. That's why I said the chairs, the thing at the chairs. I like, I'd have been that good guy that walked up while she was in Hawaii. They were like, mm-hmm, good job. Mm-hmm. No, all right. Oh, and I almost forgot. We have, uh, we have one, um, we have a voicemail from uh, Baylor the Great. Oh, man, we're talking about the weirdest and strangest places that have sex. You know I had to call in. So the, so the first one, let me tell you, the first one was with this chick. It was in the back of uh, her daddy Lexus. Why did I say her daddy? Because her daddy car. I shouldn't have said that. But it don't matter. I ain't going to say no names. Anyhow, it was in the back of her daddy Lexus. And you like, yo, that's not strange. That's not weird. But it was on 102nd in San Pedro. Uh, right down the street from Locke. I went to Fremont. <laughs> that shit crazy. That's not safe. That's not If you from L.A., you know, what the hell you doing having sex on 102nd in San Pedro with the on the main street? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? In the back of a Lexus. It don't matter. But look, the second one, the second one was fire, right? But the weird thing about it is this chick, it was her bed. And it was a full-size bed, but that shit was like six feet high. <laughs> Who has a grown-ass bunk bed, full, full-size bunk bed? You know what I'm saying? It was, and, and, and it was like, I, I never really, I was trying to figure out, like, what is under, like, the mattress? Because it came up to, like, my chest. <laughs> I had to climb into somebody's bed. I had to climb up in the bed. You know what I'm saying, Dino? Dino, she was shorter. She's shorter than me. How the fuck are you getting in this bed every night? And it was right next to the window. So, like, yo, I guess I guess it's a cool thing because in case of an emergency, you can just roll out the window or something like that. But why the fuck are you bed so high? You're an adult. <laughs> Oh, uh, whatever. Drake oh got his God. ass whooping that battle, too. So Yeah, he did. That's that. He sure did. It's your boy, BTG. I'm out. <laughs> Shout out, Bailey the Great, risking his oh, life to boy. get some ass. You having sex on 102nd and anything in L.A., you, <laughs> you bound to drizzle. <laughs> I don't care what street. But especially uh, San Pedro, Main, Broadway, Central, that whole little section over there in that park. You got to stay away. You, quickly, quickly. You go over there, you buy your drugs, and you leave. That's all. it. <laughs> okay. So uh, before we go, a uh, little shout out to uh, Jason and Mindy and David and Stephanie for the difference between this podcast. Yes. They, uh, the one where I was the guest aired yesterday. Awesome. So if you guys want to go and check that out and find out way too much about, uh, your boy Dino Red, you can listen to that. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, let's see, that was, that was fun. Good times. It was good listening, listening back to it. Yeah. And, uh, let's see, what's the other thing? Oh, okay. Don't forget everybody that this Friday, June 15th, is the happy hour with your boy Dino Red, Marina Del Rey, El Torito's, 4 p.m. and on. You know, it, it starts at 4, but it's going to be carrying on. So uh, come on out. Have a good time with Dino Red, BTG. Yes, Dijon Monique. Dijon Monique will be there. Pip can't make it. He got a prior engagement because, you know, Pip, Pip is, you know. Booked and busy. That's right. 
He ain't got time for you, bitch. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> he ain't lying. <laughs> Say no lies, Tim. That's right. So, all right, you guys. Thanks for checking in. Thank you guys for all of your feedback. Oh, you know what? Before I go, uh, before we go, I didn't give you the question. I'm, it's gonna take me a minute to get used to this new way we're doing this question of the week thing. See, I'm forgetting to read the question and tell the question for next week and all that stuff. Okay. So the question for the show next week, which will be uh, what June. Six uh, seventeen. Yeah, the seventeenth. If you had to be stuck in a TV show for a month, what show would you pick, and what character would you be? Mm. I like this question. There you go. All right, one month, guys, and this question will show up on Twitter and Facebook and all the other places. I almost hollered out. So, <laughs> <laughs> save it. Save it. Save right. it. Save it. Okay, so uh, that ends another episode of the Shiznit Show. So for Dijon Monique. Just the girl in your world. For Pip Lily. He's so gay. <laughs> Happy I'm, Pride. I'm Dino Rez and holla at your boy. From all of our crew to listeners like you, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Shiznit. And don't forget to tell your friends about the show. Check out our website, theshiznitshow.com, or hit us up on Facebook under The Shiznit. Follow us on Twitter at The Shiznit Show. Write to us at theshiznitshow at gmail.com, or leave us a voicemail and make it sexy at 424-261-4878. This has been... You're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network.